재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 It is time for must-read Korean book. Joining us today is Sarah Kwan. Sarah is a freelance interpreter based in Seoul. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? Hi, Jamie. So you've brought in a thriller this week with a very unthriller-like title, very deceptively unthriller-like. Yes. So I brought a thriller mystery that is written under the title "Kentaren Saram," a nice person by Kang Hwa Kil. So mm-hmm. everyone wants to be likable and approachable, right? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking myself, I'm like, eh, do I want to be likable to other people, or like, do I want to be likable to myself? Or Is it better to be revered and feared? <laughs> ah, yeah, that's the, that's the thinking of a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is her first novel um, published by Munak Dongne. Mm-hmm. And it's a collection of eight short stories, mostly about women protagonists of this current period right. in Korea. Mm-hmm. So Kang Hwa Ki is the name of today's author. Right. So can you tell us about her? So she made her debut in 2012 as she won the Shinchun Munye for Gyeonghyang Shimun, Gyeonghyang Dailies. And it's the new Writer of the Year award that is given every January. Mm-hmm. So amongst the panel that picked the winners, writer Hwang Seokyong and Choi in who are very famous writers in Korea, mm-hmm. said that she is a strong writer that can develop the characters and the theme without too much embellishment and digression. Mm-hmm. So even with her debut novel, Pang, mm-hmm. The Room, she had a very strong sense of like taking the people and developing uh, the characters of the theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a relatively young writer, right? Yes, yes. So she was born in 1986. And as a woman who has lived in this era, especially in Korea, where women never really fully feel safe. Mm-hmm. She has many narratives that are focused on this subject, anxiety, doubt, and fear. Mm-hmm. I think that, that tends to be a trend among younger female writers in Korea these days. But uh, let's go back to her literary debut for a moment. So you said that she made her debut with uh, Shinchun Munye, yes. right, which is the uh, New Spring Literary Award. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So this is um, something that maybe many people might not be well aware of mm-hmm. but Shin Chun Munye is a literary awards for new faces and mm-hmm. every year a winner's works are published in the newspapers mm-hmm. so it started in 1912 with Meil Shinbo uh, which later on became known as Dong Ailbo which is one of the three major daily newspapers mm-hmm. in 1925 so then Shin Chun Munye became much more widely accepted and until 2016 there are about 28 p a that are holding these kinds of events. Mm-hmm. Most of them are based on short stories, poetry, theater, and literary criticism. Mm-hmm. So this is a uh, tradition that dates back over a hundred years mm-hmm. here in, in Korea, but um, people are looking toward different ways of um, breaking into the literary community these days. So rather than debuting in a more traditional way, mm-hmm. more and more young writers... Like, you know, there are so many platforms. They don't have to choose to go through these newspapers. Mm -hmm. And I do kind of think it's outdated because it kind of restrains their um, style of writing or their freedom and medium that they want to choose because the judge panel... 
tend to be a bit more older male writers, critics. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the trends that I think you see in the winners of the, the writing of the winners of the New Spring Literary Contest. It's like it forces aspiring writers to cater to old male sensibilities, which is not good for anyone except... old male writers <laughs> or readers yes <laughs> so a uh, fun fact um the award results are usually um given out around christmas eve mm-hmm. so if you see a friend that is trying to aspiring to become a writer and is all fidgety on christmas eve uh-huh. and they're keep like looking at their phone right. then just give them a warm hug right right that's that's their secret they're like i don't want to tell anyone that i went for this but mm-hmm. you know yeah Well, so let's get right into the story. The story of this week is 괜찮은 사람, which is what in English? So 괜찮은 사람, a nice person. A nice person. So can you tell us um, what the storyline is like? So I, the protagonist, is engaged and is going to see her future home sweet home of as they are going to live as newlyweds Mm -hmm. a home that her fiance has previously owned out in a remote area Mm -hmm. so this novel is peculiar in the sense that pretty much 80 90 percent of the setting is limited in this small confined car okay so most of the time in the in the narrative are they driving somewhere or are they like sitting in the car or what's happening so they're driving into this forest area where okay. they don't see any people okay and oh that is scary yes and then <laughs> some kind of accident happens oh, and then okay. like he says all these very intimidating things yes uh-huh yeah so i, I have a pit forming in my stomach already <laughs> <laughs> it really reminded me of the phone booth which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies it's a thriller movie directed by Joel Schumacher mm-hmm. and starring Colin Farrell right. um, Forrest Whitaker and Kiefer Sutherland mm-hmm. the details are really important in this movie because it's all pretty much happening in the phone booth okay I don't know I feel claustrophobic just hearing <laughs> about it <laughs> so tell us more about this car So I think it's an excellent choice of space because it's small and intimate and where we put our lives in the hands of the driver. Mm-hmm. So we're so vulnerable. Oh, no. Yeah. That, you know, if you think about it, a car mm-hmm. is a middle piece that is moving like 60 miles per hour. So mm-hmm. just with a small flick of the handle, you probably mm-hmm. could die. Mm-hmm. And so where does that trust come from? And right. As right. thinking about mm-hmm. Uber, like we just get into people's cars that we have no, like, you know, sense of and we don't understand. I don't know. Right, right. Uh, it reminds me of the time um, I got into a car with. So I don't drive. Mm-hmm. So like someone always has to drive me somewhere if if the occasion arises. But um, I was going somewhere with a driver who was very upset, like very angry oh. at the time, and it was it was one of the scariest experiences of my life. We were on the highway, and I'm like, oh my god, are we going to be okay? <laughs> You're clenching onto your seat. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so uh, just hearing about the setting, I'm anxious already. Tell us more about the story. So the novel starts with her explaining why her leg is badly bruised. Mm -hmm. And she says that her fiancé accidentally pushed her. And that the tension, it builds up. And she feels like although he is tending to her bruise and saying sorry and being really gentle, every motion or every move feels like a threat to her. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't really say no to him, Mm -hmm. nor gets out of the car. But she just constantly repeats that they're going to have a spring wedding 
Wait, so she is repeating that they were going to have a spring wedding. Yes, that kind that line comes out maybe three times in the novel. It's like, okay. we are going to have a spring wedding. Okay, that is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's also highly entertaining, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one blogger did comment that Kang Wa Gil is a writer that doesn't waste any words. Mm-hmm. So her writing is like a sharp knife, the bare okay. essentials, mm-hmm. which is sharpened very well. Uh-huh. And the reader can't stop guessing and let the book down. So it's like Kang is playing a game with the readers and mm-hmm. she loved it. Mm-hmm. So what was the critical response to this book? So, Hwang Hyun-kyung, a very a famous literary critic in Munak Dungne, she mm-hmm. had a recommendation in the first pages of the book. Mm-hmm. And she said, In order to effectively develop this sense of anxiety and fear that shoots down shivers down the reader's necks, mm-hmm. Kang selects and excels in portraying an unreliable narrator. When you feel like you don't have all the facts, you are missing out on crucial details. That is where the anxiety stems from. Your guts are telling you something. So it sounds like um, it's interactive storytelling. It's the narrative and your guts like mm-hmm. working in tandem. <laughs> so it's like that creepy feeling like someone is hiding something important from you and that's why your guts are activated. You're like, there's, there's something missing here. Yes. Like, what am I missing? Who do I trust? Right. So, like, I remember when I was about maybe nine or ten and this was the first time I actually read a novel that was an unreliable narrator Mm -hmm. so before then i was like the fox met the hen and then they became friends and so you don't really question that (laughs) at all but huckleberry finn was the first time when he's like talking with jim Uh and they don't really tell about how the south is during that time where there's slavery Mm -hmm. but as a child he's like conflicted right and so he doesn't tell you all the details because he's uneducated and rather naive Mm -hmm. but you can feel that something is something is different like what he's telling us is not the truth Mm -hmm. the real reflection of what society is right right well let's take a closer look at the excerpt shall we okay last sunday he pushed me we had spent the whole day at his place the dark clouds being heavy seemed to be lurking low time was passing slowly when i got up to go home it was already very late the familiar skyline was pitch black nothing was visible any anymore when i opened the front door the bulb that lights the stairs and hallway fizzed out and i suddenly couldn't see anything i stretched my hands out into the abyss I called his name, found him. That moment, a strong something smashed into my back and pushed me forward. I fell down the stairs and the edge of the stone steps violently banged into my thigh and my whole body was falling downward. I could feel the cold cement floor on my left cheek and the coldness was soothing. My body was paralyzed, my eyelids slowly fluttering while I was still on the ground face forward. I could hear the raindrops hitting the pavement, but ironically, they say it didn't rain that day. And there was a long, linear, dark bruise stretched from my bottom to my thigh. It looked like a deep canal or tunnel instead 
where a chunk of flesh should have been. It was a peaceful day. We are getting married in the coming spring. Don't marry him. <laughs> yes, that's my I, know, I just really want to grab her to... by the collar and, and be like, no, don't marry him. <laughs> uh, the other thing I noticed about the excerpt that you just read was uh, what happens right after she falls down. Mm-hmm. She's talking about um, her being on the cement floor and she says the coldness is soothing and her eyelids are slowly fluttering and sh- fluttering and she says it was a peaceful day we're getting married in the spring <laughs> it's that there's that inherent um creepiness that comes from knowing that that is not a normal reaction mm. to someone pushing you down the stairs or even like falling down the stairs without anyone pushing you and so you feel in your guts that she is repressing something Mm, or Mm. she's like numb for survival right right well let's look at the uh, next excerpt that you have prepared for us can you tell us a little bit about the excerpt before so the title is um a nice person right so Mm -hmm. this is the excerpt that really explains why she chose it as the title okay all i wanted was to be a nice person Being perceived as a good person was something that always bothered me, that was on my mind. If I disappointed someone, or if they didn't even like me a bit, a wave of anxiety would wash upon me. Throw me off my track, though it was rather a tedious and depressing one. I did my best not to let the cracks show. But anxiety is like mold. It spreads quickly. Once visible, it is likely to be under attack. There is a stark difference between feeling that you are useless and letting people treat you like you are worthless. After we were engaged, my friend from college told me that I was really lucky. My fiancé wasn't actually the guy she had set me up with. The guy had suddenly sprained his ankle in a bike accident the day before, and hence my now fiancé filled in his spot. I later found out that they didn't even know each other. My fiancé was the friend of the friend of the original guy for my blind date. By random chance, numerous times of people frantically scrolling down their friends list, he had ended up across the table from me. In other words, she meant we actually weren't meant to be, or that he was out of my league. She went on and on about the reasons why he might be dating me. I listened to her rambling for quite a while and then said, Yeah, I guess I am lucky like you. My friend had studied for the civil officer exam for five years and had failed to pass every time i wasn't sorry it wasn't like the comment was intentional okay so there's something catty going on with uh, (laughs) between the the protagonist and her friend who has been uh, studying for the civil officer exam for five years Mm -hmm. and and failed so what's going on there you think 
I think her friend is not actually her friend, <laughs> <laughs> or like she's secretly jealous, uh-huh, and then right, has a very right. passive-aggressive way of expressing that. Right, right. I I felt like、um, there was some sort of、uh, competition going on, like you know, marriage versus career. You know, I'm I'm investing my life. You know, five years of my life for a career, and、um, you, on the other hand, are marrying out of your league. You know, you're such a, you're such a,、um, a lucky girl that that he decided to marry you. You should、mm-hmm. be grateful. I feel like, like <laughs> that's the subtext here, and that's that's also,、um, I think, one of the things that's、uh, unsettling about this、um, excerpt. But the other, like, more unsettling thing I thought was when she's talking about anxiety and how it spreads.、Um, Quickly, like mold. Yeah, this、and、is then, very beautiful imagery.、Mm-hmm. And then、uh, the line that comes after that. So I was able to、um, relate to anxiety spreading like mold because you know, like anxiety and fear and other negative、um, emotions tend to spread very quickly and overwhelm you, and、mm-hmm. that's、um, easy to relate to. But then she says, once visible, so once the anxiety is visible to other people,、mm-hmm. it is likely. To be under attack, so others can attack you when they see that you're anxious and、mm-hmm. and that you have this、um, nervousness or self consciousness in you. What do you make of that? So, like, if you see mold, you don't notice it, right? But then all of a sudden, it's everywhere.、Right. So then people start to, you know, take out their cleaning products. And、mm-hmm. but I guess anxiety in this way, it is perceived as something, you know, vulnerable、mm-hmm. or something that should be overcome or something that's abnormal. Right. So we we have concluded that there is a beautifully written thriller mysteries in Korea, sort of like Girl on the Train. Yeah.、Right? So.、Mm-hmm. Girl of the train, girl on the train is going to be released very soon in、mm-hmm. the movie theaters, right?、Um, in Korea, yes, yes. in two thousand and sixteen October, and it's、uh, Emily Blunt is starring and it's directed by Tate Taylor.、Mm-hmm. So it was a really famous、um, psychological thriller novel that was published in two thousand and fifteen, and I loved、um, like Gone Girl and Girl on the Train because、mm-hmm. these had very similar themes using unreliable narrators. So right, you're constantly、right. guessing, just as、mm-hmm. this contendent had him. Right, right, right. Well,、um, how long was the book or or the story? So it was pretty short. It's a short story, and I read it like in one read while I was like waiting in line for in the restaurant.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, enjoy those like thirty minutes of like constantly like guessing who's the protagonist or whether that protagonist is reliable.、Mm-hmm. Well, once again, the book is Quintanan Saram by writer Kang Hwagil. So go get a copy at a bookstore near you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for the recommendation. Bye, guys. Coming up next is David's bookmark, but first here's Sting, Fragile.